The word of the Lord from Matthew chapter 20, verses 20 through 28. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came up to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked him for something. And he said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Say that these two sons of mine are to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am to drink? They said to him, We are able. He said to them, You will drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. And when the ten heard it, they were indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. One of the most common words for talking about the gospel is the word redeem or redemption. You can probably think of a hymn or two right away like, I know that my Redeemer lives, or Christ is the world's Redeemer. Not to mention the fact that there is an entire Redeemer section of hymns in the hymnal. A closely related word to redeem is ransom. And you might quickly think of, come thou precious ransom, come, or O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. The two words are connected this way. Redeem is about paying or buying, and ransom is about what is paid. So when you sing in God's own child, I gladly say it, that he, because I could not pay it, paid my full redemption price. The redemption price is the ransom. These are words rich with meaning. But the problem with their common use is that it's easy to take them for granted. It's not that the words lose meaning, but that we miss their value like a masterpiece sold at a garage sale for a couple of bucks. To appreciate redeem and ransom more, let's spend a little time unpacking them. Apart from Christianity, redeem is a word about purchasing. You redeem goods and groceries with a coupon sometimes, which takes care of some of the cost. An associated meaning is recovering from a mistake that you can redeem yourself from some failure by doing something else to compensate for what you've done. Your error led to some cost to somebody, and you're going to do something to make up for it. Move those meanings into Christianity, and it's easy to say that sin comes with a cost— There's a price to be paid. The problem is that people don't understand the cost, so they misunderstand the price that needs to be paid. 
This is why works righteousness comes so easy to human beings. Since we as sinners can't comprehend the horror of sin, we tend to make sin into something manageable that we can grasp, a debt that we can pay. For instance, let's say you get angry with your neighbor, so you take a baseball bat and obliterate his mailbox. That is obviously wrong. You need to apologize and pay for a new mailbox. That restores the thing you broke, so you're off to a good start in paying the debt. It's not enough, though. Your neighbor is currently terrified of you because now you're the one who goes crazy with a baseball bat now and then. Therefore, you have to spend time also redeeming your reputation by being a good neighbor and proving that you're not usually the mailbox-battering kind of guy. This will take time. And if we're going to measure when that debt is paid, I guess it all depends on when your neighbor doesn't flinch when he sees you and maybe asks you to take in his mail when he goes on vacation. Of course, if he asks you to take in his mail because he's afraid of what you'll do if he doesn't ask you, or if you're the last resort because every other neighbor said no, then you still can't be sure that the debt is fully paid. Hopefully he understands You've done what you can, except that it's still not enough. Yes, you've made peace with your neighbor, you've restored what you've destroyed, but we haven't even talked about God yet. And this is where sinners get really off track. This is where your old Adam will tell you that you've settled accounts with God because your neighbor is okay with you, but you didn't break God's mailbox, you broke his law. This didn't hurt him, but it certainly hurt you. You can't make that right by buying him a new law. You would have to make that right by unbreaking his law, and that's not something you can do. You can restore a mailbox. You can't restore holiness. You can't restore life. You can't restore innocence or purity. That's why the wages of sin is death, because it's a debt you cannot pay. As long as you think that you can pay it, you're not going to appreciate what Jesus has done as your Redeemer. As your Redeemer, Jesus has paid the ransom for you. When you hear the word ransom, you might think of what's paid for a kidnapped victim so he can go free. And historically, it was the price paid to release prisoners captured in times of war. Either way, the idea is that someone who is held captive is set free because the ransom is paid to free them. It's such a rich word for talking about the gospel. You are held captive by sin and death. You cannot redeem yourself. So Jesus comes along and pays the price to set you free. Tonight's gospel reading is a favorite passage of mine because Jesus states an astonishing truth. The mother of James and John asks Jesus if when he sits on his throne, her sons can sit at his left and at his right. She's clearly expecting a situation where Jesus reigns as king and tells people what to do. And if that's the case, you can see Jesus commanding people to keep his laws and redeem themselves in his eyes by their good works. Again, that's just how people naturally expect God to operate. 
In response, Jesus says, in part to James and John, You will drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand and at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. And then, a little bit later, he says the most astonishing thing. He says, The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. There's a lot to unpack here, but I'll be brief. When Jesus says to James and John, you will drink my cup, he is saying that they will suffer as his followers. The cup he must drink is the crucifixion. The cross is his throne. So when he is enthroned there with nails... It's not James and John on his left and his right. It's two robbers. And there, when he is enthroned, it's not to give commands and to tell everybody else what to do to keep his commands and pay for their own sins. It's to give his life as a ransom for many. The ransom is his life, his precious blood. The payment is suffering God's wrath for the sins of the world taking all unholiness upon himself and enduring hell. The wages of sin is death, so he pays for all. I pointed out before that Jesus is both the high priest who makes the sacrifice for our sin and the sacrifice who is offered for our sin. Likewise, Jesus is both the redeemer who pays the ransom for your release And he is the ransom that is paid. It's why these words of explanation in the small catechism ought not be taken lightly. I believe that Jesus Christ has redeemed me, a lost and condemned creature, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death. Jesus is both the Redeemer and the ransom for your sin. He makes you holy by taking your unholiness away. He becomes a sinner devoid of righteousness, even as he clothes you in his own righteousness. So as you ponder this, take care to stop thinking along the lines of, how can I make up for what I have done? Because a question like that might get you thinking that you can do something, that your good works are at least a coupon that takes 10% off your debt of sin. A better, still bad question is, how can I restore my own holiness even while I still sin all the time? It's better because if you think on that one for a while, well, soon you'll be calling on Jesus to redeem you because you can't. Quick note, Jesus is the Redeemer and the Ransom, but to whom is the Ransom paid? It's paid to God. Not paid to the devil, not paid to the grave. It's not like Jesus dies, descends into hell, and says to the devil, here's my precious blood, now give my people their holiness back. It's a ridiculous notion, but it's surprisingly popular. A lot of people think it's right because they don't want to think of God. As a kidnapper, which I can understand, the problem is that it gives death and devil way too much credit. 
Instead, think of it this way. Imagine you live in a king's palace, but one day you do something so horrendous that he has you thrown into the dungeon until a ransom is paid. There, in the dungeon, you're in danger from other prisoners, from rats, from various threats. When the ransom is paid, is it paid to the prisoners or to the rats? Of course not. It's paid to the king. Because of your sin, you're outside the kingdom of heaven imprisoned. That's how you begin. And as long as you are there, you are prey for death and devil because they're both bigger than you are. But when Jesus dies, it's not to pay them off so that you can have an easier time in the dungeon. He sheds his blood as a payment for sin before his Father in heaven so that you might be released from that captivity and welcomed into his kingdom. You owed God for breaking his law, and Jesus paid. He ransomed you. So now come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy upon your head. For as Jesus said, you shall obtain gladness and joy. And sorrow and sighing shall flee away. For the ransom is paid, and you are redeemed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.